Welcome back to Sports Legends of the Carolinas, and thank you for subscribing. I'm your host, Scott Fowler, and on this podcast, we speak with some of my favorite sports icons from the region I've covered for almost 30 years. Here's Ford. Quickly to the attack. Phil Ford was a lot of things for UNC. The 1978 National Player of the Year for one, a longtime assistant basketball coach at UNC, and also the point guard who made the Four Corners famous. You know, this was a great, great time in my life. Uh, four of the best years of my life. Still have those friendships until this day. Great times. Great place, Chapel Hill. Uh, it's, It's just, uh, I was very fortunate that I chose the right school for me. Thanks again for supporting this work. Here's the rest of our conversation. So this is a story you don't know, Phil. And let's, let me just lay it out for you. It was, it's a good story. So my wife and I both went here uh, in the 80s. And I didn't know her at the time. We met much later, but to help get through school, she worked at Four Corners. Oh, yeah. Four Corners being a restaurant that's still around today for right. those who haven't been in Chapel Hill. Um, it's been around forever. And it was, uh, I mean, I don't know if it was new when you were coming. Uh, was I it think, around when I, you I were there? I think it opened up in like 78, 79. Okay, okay like so right around the time. Mm-hmm. So they named it, you know, obviously for Dean Smith's uh, mm-hmm. uh, innovation. That you and I think a picture of you was outside, and right. there was a sandwich name for you too, right. called the Fabulous Phil. Right. I think right. So the way my wife Elise tells it, uh, you came in there one day, and I assume you liked that sandwich, or they wouldn't have named it for you, right? Though I, I guess she said you were super nice, and she waited on you. This is you know she's in her twenties, and that when you you wanted to order the Fabulous Phil but that you were sort of reticent about saying the name out loud, like a little bit embarrassed, and <laughs> you just pointed at the I think it, I think it was menu. like some type of ham and cheese, as I remember. I yeah. love ham and cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And some sort of mayonnaise <laughs> yeah, uh, right, concoction right, or yeah, something. Does right. that sound right. That's, legitimate? Right, I would love that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, so you did you sort of create the fabulous fill? Or I don't know. That's, uh, I guess <laughs> somehow they knew that I liked that. Ham and cheese Yeah, the sandwiches so. used to be named for players. Right. I don't mm-hmm. know if they still are or not, but there's, yes. Did Were you a frequenter of uh, Four Corners Restaurant? Was some. That, yeah. Some. And she served Dean Smith in there, too, yeah. one time. I think he did it at a different time. You talked about loving this place so much. Your best team season was 77. Do you ever think about that game? I mean, only game. so close. Only Marquette. game I still have nightmares about. It. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, uh-huh. I think you have to. Yeah. If if anybody ever doubts Coach Smith, I think you take my freshman year and you take my junior year, and I think that shows how great of a coach he was. Number one, um, my freshman year, we, we still had the Big Four tournament in, in December in Greensboro, and we lost two games. We came in last. Hmm. But at the end of the year, we won the ACC tournament. I mean, we went from being the worst team in the triangle to the best team wow. in the league in yeah. three months, two mm-hmm. months. And then my junior year, and you can't put it on it because injuries are part of the game, but, you know, my gosh, you know, you have Walter with a broken finger and Tommy Lagarde can't even dress out because of an ACL and I have an elbow issue and O'Corn has a uh, 
ankle injury. So for him to even get that team to the final game is just an amazing feat. Why do you have nightmares about the game itself? Uh, we were so close, you know. Yeah. And like I said, you know, to me, in, in a sport like basketball, individual honors are, are great. And don't get me wrong, I'm honored. And I know that I wouldn't have achieved anything without the coaching staff and without my teammates. But the ultimate is to be a national champion mm-hmm. and uh, to be so close to that, you know. And I know I tell Joe Barry all the time that uh, – I trade him my number in the Raptors for for his national <laughs> title. He goes, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, but speaking of things you did win, uh, tell me about the 1976 Olympic experience. That was a great experience. Coach Smith, Coach Guthers were the coaches, along with Coach Thompson. And uh, again, you know, Coach Smith took 12 players, uh, you know, a new team to play against players and older men, uh, pros that had been playing together for years. And uh, as the summer went on, as a team, oh, we just kept getting better and better. We kept improving and uh, won the gold medal, which a lot of people thought we weren't going to do. It was, uh, and and that was in Montreal? Montreal, Canada. Montreal, mm-hmm. yeah. And your bet, what was it, Russia? That was four years after the super controversial finish, exactly. too, right? Yeah, so there was Munich. something yeah. else, probably. Did y'all have any close games in that? Yes, we Puerto yeah. Rico, Butch Lee. Puerto Rico. Yeah, Butch oh. Lee killed us, and the other guard in the backcourt killed us. They, I think we won by one or two. Oh. Well, like you say, you always need one of those, right? <laughs> who was, uh, did you, you started, I assume, on yeah. that team. Mm-hmm. Who, who were the other four starters on that 76 Olympic Quinn team? Buckner, Scott May, Adrian Dantley, and, uh, and Mitch, Mitch Kupchak. Mm. But, you know, it, it was yeah. more, we started, but everybody mostly played. He played a lot yeah. of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you could only have twelve, right. right? And he caught some heat at the time, if I remember. Because we had four, four of we the had, Tar Heels, right? Cupcheck, yeah. uh, Lagarde, Davis, and myself. And then mm-hmm. we had three other guys from the ACC: Tate Armstrong from Duke, mm-hmm. Kenny Carr from State, and Steve Shepard from Maryland. So that mm-hmm. was seven ACC guys. Then we had two from Indiana: Scott May, oh, right? Which had won the um, national championship, well, right? And right. Quinn Buckner. And I'm glad we had Scott May because. I think that may have had something to do with us getting his son here oh, in Carolina oh, later, right. you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah. then, of course, Dantley, uh, Ernie Grunfeld, and Phil Hubbard were the other three. Mm. It's a pretty, uh, that's a pretty strong team. Yeah, it was. It was. And, and guys that would play together and listen and do what Coach Smith said. Who was the best college player when you were in college that you played against or guarded? Oh, there's so many. Scott, it's, I can't name one. I mean, it's just – I mean, I just think in our league, every night you were going up against a really good player. David and, Thompson intersected oh, with yeah. you a little bit, yeah, he, right? He, yeah. He, yeah, he's a different breed of animal. Yeah. yeah DT. When you start talking about DT and Michael and Sampson, you know, those guys, they were yeah. just unbelievable, you know. And to this day, you know, it's hard to – it's hard to beat DT and MJ and, and Ralph in this league. Right. Well, and they all played at least three years. And mm-hmm. It's not like that anymore. I wonder what your thoughts are of college sports nowadays, particularly what's happening with the NIL and the transfer port. I, uh, I'm, I'm happy that uh, student athletes are being able to get paid. Uh, I just hope, you know, 
it doesn't completely destroy college athletics as we know it, but, you know, maybe time to do that. I don't know. I've never done any research and studies on it, but uh, I'm happy that they're able to, to, to make some money on their likeness and images and everything. And, you know, the transfer rule, I, I have to accept it. I have to get used to it, but, you know, I'm sure the people that, put it in college basketball, thought about it. And if they think it's best for the student athlete, then I understand. But, you know, you got to – sometimes you still got to coach guys. Yeah. You know? And uh, it's an easy way out. But we'll see. I think it's too early to really tell, tell. On, on both of them. When you were playing, um, could y'all get laundry money back then? Yeah, they did. And then yeah. they stopped it. Like, I, oh. I think, I think uh, Walter was able to get it all the way through. But I think it cut out my yeah wasn't much like thirty dollars every month or something yeah mm -hmm. uh -huh. Walter was Hubert's for those who don't know Walter was Hubert's uncle right right Walter Hubert's dad Hubert Senior and Walter are brothers okay right what was the loudest environment you played in in the ACC at that time was it state I mean was it state Carmichael or, and or state. Carmichael, of course, but yeah, and state. like road environment, I should ask. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I, I have uh, Derek Wittenberg always laughing now at the time I tell him the song that I hate most in my <laughs> life. And as a Christian, I don't hate, but if I had to hate some, man, those guys get to play in that thing and Reynolds, and you talk about it got loud. And I remember my kid, and they had this, I don't know if you remember, you remember that light they had that, they said the, the noise louder. meter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you uh, know, with something in the back controlling oh, that. Oh, totally. You know, yeah, like, it was they, all a, a force, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They had some good. Was so that was Valvano era, right? Well, when right. I was there, it was Coach Sloan. Oh, right, right, right. Of course, yes, Coach Sloan. They won the '74 national championship. My senior year in high school, oh. they won the national title. Oh, yeah. Did you ever consider them serious? That was, if I hadn't come to North Carolina, I was going to state. Really? With Sloan? Was it close or not really? I, I grew up a Carolina fan uh, when Charles uh, Scott enrolled here. That's when I really started following North Carolina basketball. and um, The first African-American scholarship player. Right. Charlie Scott with a second shot. I am very proud to be an alumnus of the University of North Carolina. But more importantly, I am very proud to be standing up here as a black man that took a path that wasn't easy, but was the right path to take. Thank you. And uh, seven, I was sixth, seventh, eighth grade in there. And from that time on, you know, I was gonna be the next Charlie Scott. You know, matter of fact, teachers at my elementary school and junior high school would, you know, use Charlie as a, as an example, because she knew all of us loved Charlie Scott, oh. all the little kids, and you know we didn't yeah. do something. I bet Charlie Scott wouldn't do that. <laughs> really? I bet Charlie Scott wouldn't be talking in class. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Duke was uh, just coming on then, weren't they? Like they in '78, I guess they made the national title. Right. Game, I remember. Yeah. 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 With Gene, Gene Banks, Gene a great friend, Spinarca. Kenny Denar, great yeah. friend, Spinarca, great friend. They're all, yeah, yeah, you keep up with a lot of this. Oh, yeah, guys, don't you? yeah. You're pretty, yeah. sounds like you're pretty in tune with sort of like the, the former well, I ACC think, legend I think, sort I think, of life. I think yeah. as players, Skip Brown, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as players, we, we kind of 
get a, we get along. We like each other. I think it's the respect of what you went through and who you are and how much fun we had together. Mm-hmm. But it's the fans that kind of take it to another level. But <laughs> right. That's yeah. all good. Um, what was your favorite? Do you have a single favorite game that you played? Everyone, everyone that we won. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. everyone that we won, I enjoyed. Did you? Uh, did uh, I've heard different. I know Coach Smith treated people in different ways, and I don't mean badly. I just mean like I remember Bobby Jones telling me a story one time that Dean asked him into his office early and said, "Bobby, are you the type of player I need to yell at?" And he said, "No." And so he said, and he never yelled at me in four years. But I know in other cases, Bobby says other guys were treated, you know, Dean did need to nudge them along a little bit. What was your relationship like with him? He he could say something to me, and I, John Kuster and I were roommates, sweet mates. Mm. And uh, I think it was when Q was a senior and I was a junior, something happened. And <laughs> Q says it's my fault. I say it's his fault. We, both of us had our hands on the wall or something, uh, and we lost it, and it went out of bounds. Okay. And and Coach just looked at us like he was shocked, so surprised. How could you two do this? And he just shook his head and blew the whistle and pointed the other way. And Q and I talked about that play the whole night. Man. It was like he had, he had sworn at us, you know. Just the shake we were of the just head, trying to figure out what yeah. in the world, and that never happened again. But uh, you fumbled the ball out of bounds. Is that what you mean? What, what, yeah, what you yeah, mean? yeah. Okay. Q and I had our hands on the ball. I see. And the, and it went out of bounds. And and Q and I were the best ball handlers on the team. Right. Right, right, right. And and Coach didn't say a word. You know, he just kind of shook yeah. his head like, how did that happen, you know, with you two? And ball went out of bounds. And Like you Q. say, like a disappointed father, yeah, right? Like yeah. he was just so. Yeah. So you are 66 right. now, I think. Mm-hmm. You look mm-hmm. much younger. But um, tell me, what what do you, how do you keep busy these days? I, uh, on the uh, speaker's tour, a little, not, not a whole lot. Uh, that's mainly it, I'm appearances every now and then but uh i'm on a couple boards that keep me busy you know trying to help a couple of organizations stay afloat so i stay busy do you uh, have any grandchildren yet got three grandbabies oh nice i'm lucky that i'm going to be speaking at my grandbabies uh my oldest child's uh uh, fifth grade graduation next Tuesday oh, in Charlotte. Awesome. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh. So I'm looking forward to that. That's fine. Uh, I understand that she's going to introduce me. Mm. And uh, I was telling my daughter, my son, I hope I don't cry. When she, yes. <laughs> when she right. You me. might. That, that sounds a little nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. That's a that's that's a heavy dose of uh, of cuteness there. When you uh, finished your career here, and we'll we'll end up. On, we're almost done here, but. Um, isn't it true that when you finished in 1978, y'all lost, in that case you didn't get as far, lost early in the NCAA tournament, and then you didn't take the tape off your ankles for a while? Oh, a couple, days, right? couple just, of days. Uh, that's yeah. the stupidest thing I think I've ever done in my life. I don't know. I, <laughs> I didn't get gang green or something. But, you know, I just didn't want to leave. You know, this yeah. was a great, great time in my life, uh, four of the best years of my life. Uh, like, I mean, we would, I was just here. All of a sudden, I get a phone call from Cupjack, Lagarde, Hammer, Dave Hanners, and and uh, Walton, and, you know, uh, still have those friendships until this day. 
great times, and, uh, great place, Chapel Hill. Uh, it's, it's just, uh, I was very fortunate that I chose the right school for me. Like Roy Williams used to say, not a four-year commitment, it's a 40-year commitment, yeah, right? Yeah. exactly. Well, that's wonderful, Phil. Uh, thank you so much for appearing on Sports Legends of the Carolinas. Uh, you know, a- Scott, anything for you. I think <laughs> you got this call. <laughs> well, it's always a wonderful pleasure to talk to you. Right, thank man. you very much. Sure. Thank you again for subscribing and supporting local journalism. Next. This is Jay Billis of ESPN, and I'm the next guest on Sports Legends of the Carolinas, which is a blistering indictment of Sports Legends of the Carolinas. I'm Scott Fowler, and this is Sports Legends of the Carolinas. This show is produced by Jeff Siner and Kata Stevens, and the director of audio at McClatchy is Davin Coburn. For lots more content and to continue supporting this kind of work, please visit charlotteobserver.com slash sportslegends and consider a digital subscription. Connect with me on Twitter at Scott underscore Fowler or by email at sfowler at charlotteobserver.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you like what you hear, please share with a friend. See you next week.